Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, July 7th. And we got football on the podcast today. Big NFL trade, which we'll get to shortly. But even bigger than the NFL trade is Brad Powers, gambling college football guru, returns to the podcast very popular podcast last year with Brad. You guys know we love football gambling around here. He, believe it or not, has already made 15 Heisman Futures bets. I love it. That's the kind, that's speaking my language. Give it to me. Give it to me. 15 bets on the Heisman Trophy. I love it. He, well, I'm not going to give out the guys that he has, but you got to listen to it. You're going to love it. We talk about Clemson, Utah, Alabama, Georgia, a lot of actionable college football gambling stuff. You're absolutely going to love it. Brad Powers, uh, popular guest in the gambling world. But before we get to Brad, obviously we got to break down the huge, seismic, no, not really seismic, NFL trade. Baker Mayfield finally getting traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth-round pick. The, the draft pick doesn't really mean much. What I found most interesting, number one, the Cleveland Browns, who around draft time were saying, we're only going to pay three, three or four million dollars for Baker to play for another team. They upped it, despite not knowing the Deshaun Watson verdict, unless they kind of have an idea of what it is, and they're not revealing. The Browns are paying Baker Mayfield ten and a half million dollars to play for the Carolina Panthers. They are paying him to play for someone else. That other team just happens to play Cleveland in Week One. I think everybody knows what side to gamble on in that one. Deshaun Watson will not be playing unless some miracle happens and he's not suspended, which is a 0% chance. That being said, it reminded me of the movie Moneyball, where Brad Pitt is talking to David Justice. David Justice was on the Oakland A's. He just got traded there. And, you know, they were bargain hunting, and Brad Pitt, a.k.a. Billy Bean, shoves it in his face the Yankees are paying you money to play for us. That's how much the Yankees wanted you. And it's 
listen, for a guy, for a career underdog like Baker Mayfield to hear that, damn, you didn't want me that badly, which is what Bean says to Justice. I think this works in Baker's favor as a guy whose career been an underdog. He's career played for his chip on his shoulder. You know, he is best when expectations are lowest. Okay. Coming out of high school, didn't have a lot of offers is like fifth or sixth guy on the depth chart at Texas Tech. Through attrition, injuries, he ends up playing and is great. He expects to win the starting job the next year. And they're like, eh, sorry, you're not our guy. He gets angry. He transfers to Oklahoma, has to sit for a year. And then when he comes out, if you remember, now you probably don't because who remembers the Oklahoma Sooners from seven years ago? There was a guy by the name of Trevor Knight, a running quarterback for Oklahoma. He, had, he was a starter. The year before, Baker Mayfield comes in, and Baker beats him out. Bit of a shocker. Baker upsets him and wins the starting job. Baker's a three-year starter at Oklahoma, wins the Heisman, blah, blah, blah. Number one pick. And this is where he transitioned from being a plucky underdog everybody roots for to now the favorite. I mean, you go number one in the draft, you're the favorite, you put a target on your back. Of course, it did not go well for Baker initially. He did, however, play very good in 2020, if you remember. The Browns went 11-5. and five. Baker threw 26 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. But of course, 2021, he gets hurt early in the season, tries to play through the torn labrum. That was an epic disaster. And then the Browns are like, we want nothing to do with you. Of particular interest was, I believe, the Christmas afternoon, Christmas evening game against the Packers, where the run game worked, the run game worked, and then Baker just kept throwing interceptions. It was like, this guy's done. It's over. And... You know, expectations were high on the Browns last year. Baker flopped. I know he was hurt. Um, but I'll tell you right now, folks, I don't think Baker Mayfield is a lock to win this starting job. Obviously, he's extremely talented, but something's working in Sam Darnold's favor. He's been with Matt Rule now for a year. Matt Rule had looked at the Jets' job when Sam Darnold was a quarterback, ultimately didn't take it, but he had liked Darnold, I believe, dating back to when Darnold was in high school. Matt Rule was, was interested. Now, Darnold, of course, goes to USC and wins that incredible Rose Bowl game, but Matt Rule likes him a lot, and the quarterback's coach knows Sam Darnold. They worked together last year. Darnold started out fine last year, and this is where it gets kind of interesting and in a, in a, a bit of a muddied handicap. The Panthers started 3-0 last year. Darnold was solid. They had Christian McCaffrey. They had a rookie cornerback, J.C. Horn, top 10 pick, thriving. And then McCaffrey goes down. And he doesn't play again until like November. And J.C. Horn breaks, breaks his foot, done for the season. The offensive line, the bottom falls out. They were the, according to Pro Football Focus, one of the worst offensive line units in the league. Bottom five last year. Okay? It was a terrible season. Their offense was the worst in the league, and Carolina was just very, very bad. That being said, they won five games. The defense was solid, but again, the injuries catch up with you. They started a rookie, J.C. Horn, and I know I've mentioned his name twice, and a lot of casuals don't know him. I'm just telling you, this guy was money coming out of South Carolina. Dallas Cowboys wanted him badly. J.C. Horn, in three starts last year, before breaking his foot, he allowed one catch on five targets for eight yards. Not a bad start to his rookie year. He's good. This is going to be a good defense. The secondary is their best part of their defensive unit. I, I, I don't want to say I like it a lot, but I like it. It's their best uh, unit for sure. The defensive line, we'll see. But there is a case to be made where a buddy of mine who used to work at Fox, he's left for another outfit. You know, I saw that the Panthers are plus 450 to make the playoffs, like plus 350 to have a winning record. Have you looked at the schedule? Have you looked at that division? I mean, the Falcons lost Matt Ryan. They're ter- They're going to be terrible. The Bucks lost their head coach. I think they'll be good. They have Brady, but we'll see. And the Saints lost Sean Payton. I don't think they're going to be great. So all of a sudden, it's like, can these guys compete? Now, the schedule is daunting early, whether it's Darnold or Baker Mayfield. And this could work in Baker's favor if Darnold wins the job. They open with the Browns. Again, no Deshaun Watson. Then they have the Giants, winnable. Saints, winnable. And then it gets tough. Cardinals, Niners, Rams, Tampa. Four straight games against teams that made the playoffs last year. Rams, of course, won the Super Bowl. Tampa has absolutely owned Carolina in recent years. The 49ers, we'll see. You know, they got they got their own little quarterback situation that's not sorted out. Jimmy G is still there. 
Trey Lance looks like he's going to be the guy. And you guys know I like the Cardinals, but you do get to face the Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins. So that schedule early, kind of difficult. That being said, look at the end of the season. They face to close at Seattle. Let's just chalk that up as a win. Seattle's going to be bad. Versus Pittsburgh. Don't think too highly of Pittsburgh. We don't know what their quarterback situation is going to look like come December. Versus Detroit. I mean, some people are excited about Detroit. Let's not go there yet. At Tampa. I don't think Tampa will have that much room to be resting guys that late in the season, especially the week before. And then they close out at the Saints. We'll see. I think there's a case they could go 4-1 and one down the stretch. For me, I think 9-8 and eight is within range for the Carolina Panthers. I would not be shocked if the competitive battle between Darnold and Baker Mayfield brought out the best in one or both of them, and they got improved quarterback play. But I didn't even get to the best part about... Whoever wins the job, Darnold or Mayfield. By the way, fun fact, the Panthers are paying $23.7 million to the first and third picks in the 2018 draft. Remember, Baker went one, Darnold went three to my Jets. Now the Panthers have both of them at a pretty good discount, although (laughs) we don't know who's going to be the starter. And, you know, if you look at Darnold last year, he was extremely bad, worse than any season he had with the Jets. But the best part about this, why I like this team, besides McCaffrey coming back from injury, is in the offseason, they added three starting offensive linemen. One is Aquanu, the kid from NC State that they drafted sixth overall. And they added two starters in free agency, Corbett and Bozeman. So you go from being arguably the worst offensive line in football to three new starters, maybe an upgraded quarterback if you believe in Baker. Christian McCaffrey healthy, one would hope. I mean, he's missed a billion games lately, which is just a killer. you got good receiving core. You've got a strong uh, secondary, a pretty good defensive line. You've got one of the better uh, linebackers in the NFC in Shaq Thompson. Like, there is a case that this team could do some damage last year. And remember, when McCaffrey went down after that 3-0 start, they went 1-4 without him. But they lost to Cowboys who made the playoffs, Eagles who made the playoffs, Vikings in an overtime game that I had money on. It, that was a great win for me. And then they beat the Giants. So, like, you know, one-score games were, were a killer for Carolina last year. They went 2-6. and six. I'm not giving the, hey, unload the bankroll on the Carolina Panthers. I would never do that. There is a case to be made. You know, you put, you got 100 bucks, and you want to throw it on Panthers winning record or, you know, Panthers to make the playoffs. That's not awful. I'm just telling you, the NFC is way, way down compared to the AFC. And we talked about it on a podcast a few a few weeks back. If you're looking to bet overs, you want to look to the NFC, which is much weaker. And due to a scheduling quirk, the 17th game, they get the extra home game. So you'll want to look to NFC teams for overs and positive. AFC is a gauntlet, especially the AFC West. So I like this Baker trade. I, if I'm Cleveland, though, goodness gracious. I don't know what's up with Deshaun Watson, and now I'm wedded to Jacoby Brissett. I, I'm not ready to put any money on the Browns at all, and um, I, I think this is good. I think this is good for Carolina. I, I'm rooting for them a little bit because, you know, I'm a, still a bit of a Darnold guy, and I do have a connection to Baker through a buddy I've made. Um, I, I haven't tried to get Baker on the pod, but I'm going to make an effort now. I mean, this guy works very closely with Baker and and we'll see what happens. But without further ado, let's get to our guest, a college football must-listen, Brad Powers. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. 
TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome back into Straight Fire, a guy who is renowned for his college football prowess. Uh, one of the better gamblers we've had on in college football. I remember we had him last year, right before the season. And and Brad, I don't want to you know stroke your ego here, but there were a lot of requests for, hey, man, you got to bring that guy back in. So Brad Powers, how are you, man? Excellent. Thanks for having me on, Jason. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good to have you. And, um, you know, NFL news broke just before we were recording that Baker Mayfield is going to the Carolina Panthers for like a conditional fifth round pick. I know you're more college than NFL, but I am curious. How do you think this shakes out for Baker Panthers? Are you bullish on the Panthers at all? Uh, A little bit. Obviously, I think he's a little bit of an upgrade over what they were going to have at quarterback this year. Uh, I can tell you this. I mean, not to toot my own horn. It's actually not my own horn. It's my personal guys that, you know, follow the NFL more religiously than I do. They kind of tipped me off to this like a month ago that this was a possibility. So what we got involved in was week one. Uh, we, We took Carolina against Cleveland, not only because we thought there was a good chance that Carolina could get upgrade quarterback. We thought it could be Baker or possibly Jimmy G from the 49ers. But then, obviously, this is before all the Watson stuff happened. So, I mean, you could have an upgrade on one team at quarterback, downgrade on another team at quarterback. I mean, that was my favorite week one bet. Uh, anything above three with Carolina. Heck, I think they win the game outright. Ooh, spicy. Um, I am curious. So, so it sounds like you think Sam Darnold, I know he was bad last year. All, yep. Obviously, losing McCaffrey hurt. But they did start 3-0. You know, he was okay, mostly defensive-driven against bad teams. But you think for sure uh, Darnold gets beat out for this job? I would say Baker's probably a half point better. 
or so, maybe even a point. Keep in mind, Baker wasn't healthy last year. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. we'll see. If that's the conditions I'll put on that, if Baker's healthy. I mean, we don't know what it is. I mean, obviously, he had a shoulder issue, uh, you know, and it showed at the end of last season. If he's healthy, then I, I do expect him to beat out Darnold. Interesting. And then Matt Corral, I know you're a big college football guy. I like Corral a lot in a weak quarterback class, but it sounds like he's going to just have no chance this year. I'm not necessarily surprised by it. I think there's going to be a steep learning curve for him. Uh, you know, keep in mind, he was in a very quarterback friendly system with Lane Kiffin last year. I know he was th- their entire team, basically. If you don't believe me, pop in the sugar bowl tape after he gets hurt. They couldn't yeah. do anything offensively. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to have to give him time. He's just not a guy that's going to be ready made for the NFL year one. All right, let's get to college football. And, you know, before we start on teams and totals and week one and all that fun stuff, I just got to ask, what was your reaction to USC, UCLA going to the Big Ten? It feels like, you know, the college football traditionalists are just so pissed off right now, Brad. They're just like, (laughs) oh, this sucks. Uh, This just can't be the real Big Ten and the Rose Bowl shot. I kind of like it. I don't know, Brad. Oh, I like it. And I'm not necessarily that surprised. Uh, You know, I was having lunch. This was a week before it happened with a good friend of mine and He's a Big Ten guy. And I said, hey, I'll, I'll let you know and something that, that, that I think will happen. At least I didn't think it would happen the very next week, but I thought it'd be coming down the pipe mm-hmm. uh, as far as USC joining the Big Ten. He seems stunned. I'm not. I mean, USC wants to obviously with the higher Lincoln Riley, they want to be back in the business of big time football. Can you do that in the Pac-12? No, you can't. You can't run. When you look at the new TV deals that the Big Ten and the SEC are going to have, compared to what the Pac-12 was making on a team-by-team basis on a yearly basis. I mean, you can't run a $50 million deficit on an annual basis and expect to compete for national titles. So in that regard, I'm not surprised. And the Big Ten's already jumped at big TV markets uh, that weren't a geographical fit. I mean, Maryland, Rutgers, hello, from, from, from seven, eight years ago. So not surprised. It's a good move, I think, for both the Big Ten and obviously the both the L.A. schools. And is the, is the next domino your best guess that the, you know, remaining undesirables from the Pac-12 kind of join forces with the leftover Big 12, which is not Texas and Oklahoma? Yeah, I would say something in that regard. I mean, but they're even if they do that, I mean, to try to save face, I they're, they're, we're heading towards a big two, SEC, Big 10. And anybody mm-hmm. that's not in one of those two conferences is not going to be "quote unquote" major college football, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it, it, that's interesting. I mean, they're going to have to blow up the playoff at some point, right? You can't. Oh. Well, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's got to happen sooner than later. Well, I mean, it could be you know, hey, Big Ten champion versus SEC champion, you know, kind of AFC NFC type thing. Yeah, yeah. Or my guess is because it's all about the money, we got to expand the playoffs. Keep in yes. mind. You know, SEC was pro 12 team because they want as many of their teams in the playoff as possible. I got to think the Big Ten wants that. So if both conferences can get like, say, four teams each in a 12 team playoff, all all the more the merrier, more money for them. And do you think, lastly, do you think Notre Dame has maybe, is there a tug of war? I cannot picture them as like a cultural fit in the SEC. It's got to be Big Ten, right? Absolutely. It has to be Big Ten. And and I know that Notre Dame, you know, there's been, you know, it's not been a great relationship, I would say, with the Big Ten for, you know, going back 100 years ago when the Big Ten didn't want Notre Dame. And then 25 years ago when, you know, the Big Ten offered Notre Dame decline. But I think now, I mean, when you talk about Notre Dame being an independent, I mean, they, they want to keep that national brand. Well, yeah. your arch rival USC is now in the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. And a lot of your rivals throughout 50, 60 years of playing, the Michigan States, the Purdue's, the Michigans of the world, they're in the Big Ten. So I just think it's a natural fit from not only in a football aspect, but also an academic aspect. Much better fit, at least, with the Big Ten than the SEC. So I think within a year or two, Notre Dame joins the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. All right, let's get to this college football season. And, you know, Brad, I go to Vegas to sign up for, like, the Super Contest or the Circa Contest every every summer. Last summer, I put a Heisman bet on a couple guys. One of them was DJ Ugulele, the Clemson <laughs> quarterback. And, I mean, I don't know if, if he just shat his pants, like, early in the season or the middle or all of it. He was terrible. But yeah. I, I'm a believer, Brad, and I put him in my, you know, way too early 2023 NFL mock draft for Fox Sports. I got absolutely eviscerated by, like, every single person who covers – the deep South. I mean, I was on like every blog for like two yeah. weeks. Like this guy knows nothing. DJ is garbage. Brad, the guy is, is he too successful 
of a prospect to completely flop like this? Or do you think he is the starter and any, any rebounds for Clemson? I think he at least is a starter day one and yeah. he has to be better this year because unlike last year where they really didn't have a backup quarterback option, they do. They bring in a five-star number one overall quarterback in Cade Klubnik. So if DJ isn't improved, then it, it will be a short leash. One thing I like watching the spring game, he's dropped about 20, 30 pounds. Yeah. So he has really committed himself to being better. I, I'm buying Clemson, not only DJ, hmm. and I think you can find as much as 80 to one right now. That's funny you asked that question. I was looking at that this morning, just a couple of hours ago. 80 to one? 80 to one to win the Heisman. And, and he fits the bill. You, you want a national title contender. It's a quarterback award, and it's okay to bet long shots in the Heisman. Yeah. The, the favorites don't necessarily win year after year, very rarely, to be honest. So he fits all the criteria. I think it's a good bet. Anything over 60 yeah. to one. That's it, worth a pizza bet. It, it feels like everybody's on Stroud, Bryce Young, uh, right? Uh, those are pretty much two of the top quarterbacks. But like you said, the the favorite almost never wins. I'm trying to think who was the favorite last year. Was it Rattler? Rattler was the favorite coming in. Yeah. Uh, so by Halloween, he's like on the bench, and yeah. he's tra- you know Thanksgiving, he's transferred. It, it's Bryce Young was up there. I will say he was top he was. two or three. Okay, uh, fair enough. So so you're buying Clemson. Now, they are in the ACC. It's funny. Clemson was so bad last year, and then you look and you're like, wait, they, they were 10-3? and three? Yep. So they well, weren't awful. <laughs> I mean, I know well, the it goes ACC to show you joke, that how good they've been and how superior they are to the ACC because yeah. in any other Power 5 conference with the exception of the Pac-12, they're in the Big Ten and the, the SEC. That's a five-loss team. And yeah. I'll tell you, the mispricing, Jason, with Clemson, is not just DJ possibly improving – their front seven is as good as what they had in 2018, which if you follow college football, that defensive front was regarded as not only the best that season, but kind of like one of the best in college football history. Obviously, Georgia last year was really good, but their front seven, keep an eye on that. Clemson's going to be really good up front. So Clemson's a potential over for you, maybe a high spin long shot. Any unders among the popular teams? I know, <laughs> and I follow you on Twitter, so I know you're looking at spring games and, and the Mac and all this fun stuff, but I think for most of the gambling population, they want to take unders on the, on the popular teams. Like, for instance, Georgia, defending champs. They bring back their quarterback, who's nothing special. They lost a million guys to the draft. Or would you bet under on Georgia? Yeah, so, I mean, I'm going to tell you this year in particular, it's I, I can find over or under bets on every team because there is such disparity in the market as far as pricing season win totals. I'll tell you, Georgia, you can find – you want to go over on Georgia? You go over 10.5. Now you're going to pay some juice, maybe minus 200, minus 220 to go over. That's why I, I, I don't see them losing two games. You want to go under, you're going to lay some juice, but I why not go under 11.5? I, I, even though they're going to be a double-digit favorite in every single game, I can see them getting tripped up somewhere along the line this season. With that being said, Jason – I am not involved on uh, on Georgia season yeah. win total, at least right now. Uh, people forget last year, Alabama, as awesome as they were, as dominant as they were, they lost to Texas A&M. Like, it, the SEC's tough, right, on a week-to-week yep. basis. Oh, and they could have lost to Auburn. If Auburn's running back just uh, right. you know, falls down on the field, doesn't run out of bounds, they lose the Auburn game. Yeah, no, that's a great point. Uh, but I think everybody, the team that everybody loves, obviously, understandably, is Alabama. I mean, they're bringing back a ton is that a team you would bet an over, or do you just stay away from Saban this year? Oh, I, w- I, I would bet over. I mean, I, no. I'll tell you that this is how pro-Alabama I was. I bet Alabama to win the national title before last year's national title game was even done. <laughs> there was some books opening up. It was at like halftime. They started opening up uh, as far as the, the upcoming season. And, and as that game was slipping away for Alabama, I thought to myself, I want to bet on the Crimson Tide to win it all. Found plus 325. You can still find two to one out there in the market. I think they're the prohibitive favorite. Obviously, you got the best coach in history, Nick Saban. You got a motivated team that that fell short a year ago. You got the best, arguably one of, if not the best offensive player in the country. And then you got the best defensive player, not only this year, but maybe a generational type talent, Will Anderson. He has to be because, you know, I, I, I took that risk and bet him to win the Heisman, a defensive player to win the Heisman. I took Will Anderson 40 to one. I, that's how good I think he is. Jeez. Well, first of all, how many Heisman bets are you making? 15. So Whoa. people are going to say that's a lot, but I, you know, I maneuver it where if any of these 15 guys win, I make money. I, I make think I'll break even if Bryce Young repeats, which I don't think is going to be the case, but yeah. I went ahead and found the best price and bet him as well. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Last, has there been a repeat 
was it OJ Simpson or something? Archie Griffin, 1974, Archie Griffin, 75, 1970, Buckeyes. Oh, wow, look at you. Right off the top of your head, you know that. Uh, Ohio State, where are you on the Buckeyes? Oh, I mean, if Alabama's one, consensus, Ohio State's clearly number two. I mean, it starts with best offense in the country, I think by far. C.J. Stroud, the Heisman favorite, deserves to be the Heisman favorite, and he's not alone in that backfield. Travion Henderson, now a sophomore, he'll be better. Uh, like, they lost a pair of number one draft picks at wide receiver. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. They're not downgraded at that position. <laughs> Jackson Smith, Najigba. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, you saw the road. Everyone watched the Rose that Bowl. Was- Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be unbelievable, too. I mean, I just don't know if there's a defense out there outside of Alabama that can stop them. So, I mean, I, I think Ohio State, I fully ex- – I know it's very chalk. But I will be really surprised if we don't see Alabama, Ohio State this year for the title. Yeah, it, it sounds a bit chalky, but I, I'm with you. And and listen, we know this going in, right? There's only Brad. How many teams can legitimately get into the title game? Like six? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Five or six programs. That's it. It's like yeah, four from the SEC, and then probably Ohio State, and then I guess you could toss Notre Dame in there, maybe. Yeah, Cle- year, I, you know, Clemson. Uh, Clemson, right? Yeah, right, right, that, right. That, that's it, though, for this year. Yeah, it, I agree it's just, with that. It, it's, uh, and I don't know. I don't. That's the one thing I don't love about college football. I would like to see, like, back in the day, Boise State, I would have loved for them to play for the Natty. Um, I, I like outsiders and underdogs. I don't know. I consider myself an underdog, so I kind of like them. Is there an underdog you like this year to maybe make a run and, and try to crack the, the playoff? Well, yeah, first of all, I'm going to agree with you. I think that's been a problem with college football. I mean, it's just, it's always been a top heavy sport, but it's extremely top heavy the last 10 years. I mean, when I was growing up in the 90s, I mean, keep in mind, Colorado and Georgia Tech shared a national title. Uh, I mean, for Pete's sake. I mean, Washington won a national title. So, I mean, schools like that were able to win national titles. They just can't anymore. This year, if there's a team that can make a run that I just think is being undervalued, I like Utah to win the Pac 12. And I think. Number one, they're not a sexy brand name team, even though they've been successful as a program the last couple of decades. And I think a lot of the mispricing has to do with the team in their own conference, USC. I mean, USC is being treated like the Pac-12 favorite. I don't see that. Not this year, at least. I think Utah's the the, the team in the Pac-12. And, you know, it starts in in week one against Florida. I bet them to win that game plus one, plus two and a half. I think if they win that game, they're, they're on the national stage and they could be favored in all their remaining 11 games. Interesting. I was just going to say the Florida quarterback is a guy that I have as a sleep. I, I would love as a sleep to win the Heisman Richardson. Do you like him? Yeah, he's one of the 15 guys I bet. So yeah, if yeah, I, yeah all right. I, I'm pretty neg- pessimistic on Florida this year. But if I lose, if that, that ends up not being the case, why? Well, it's Richardson ha- is going to be, you know, an unbelievable player. And I wasn't afraid to lay 60 to one to, to win the Heisman. I'm yeah, I saw I saw he has 77 career dropbacks. And he, he doesn't look like a quarterback. He just looks like an awesome athlete. I mean, 6'4", 230. Like, I don't know if you can bet the number one pick in the 2023 draft. I would take a flyer on him if he's a long shot. I, I just love the makeup of this kid. I think he's got a lot of potential. But maybe I'm a little too excited. I don't know. I don't even know. How's their offensive coordinator and, like, how's their scheme? Well, uh, that's the problem. Supporting cast isn't great. Keep in yeah. mind, Billy Napier's first-year coach there. And watching the spring game, I just didn't see it. I mean, you could talk about why Florida fired Dan Mullen. I mean, he's wearing a Darth Vader costume to a press conference or whatnot. The reason they fired him was lackluster recruiting year after year after year, uh, especially when he got Kirby Smart, their rival at Georgia, cleaning up on the recruiting trail. It showed, man, they don't have much depth. And even Billy Napier, the new head coach, even kind of, mentioned that a little bit so he doesn't have much depth surrounding him and that's that'd probably be the downfall as far as i'm concerned you put it off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has tires that will elevate your drive touring tires for commuter comfort performance tires for sporty handling all-terrain tires for on and off road adventure go to tire to get started not sure where to begin Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. 
Juan Gabriel, Juan Gis, Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. What about another SEC quarterback? I don't think a lot of casual college football fans know Will Levis, Kentucky. Um, this guy can sling it, right? Penn State yep. transfer. I, I think he's very good. Underrated, actually. I hear you. I actually think he's overrated in the markets. Oh. Yeah, overrated oh, in, in the, the markets. Because I what see is, people talking top 10 draft pick and, and all this. I don't see it. He loses his main weapon at wide receiver, Wondell Robinson. The Giants picked up in the second round. Uh I got a, another quarterback in the SEC that people aren't talking about. Offensive friendly system. How about a guy threw 31 touchdowns and only had three picks a year ago? And it's the second best team in the SEC East. I'm talking about Tennessee, Hendon Hooker, a quarterback. Oh, so I wow. did bet him 100 to one. That's probably one of them. That's my favorite long shot bet to win the Heisman, Hendon Hooker. I don't know, but I mean, is Tennessee going to be good enough for him to win? They got to win what ten games? They eight or at least nine or ten, right? Well, they beat they beat your Kentucky Wildcats and Will they Levis did. last year. That's I mean, I bet him over seven wins. I mean, I eight nine wins. I mean, that's there's a reason why he's a hundred to one. <laughs> yeah, no, that. fair. That's fair. Uh, what about the kid Van Dyke at Miami? Listen, I don't know about you uh, with the college football fans, but I feel like Hurricane fans are increasingly insufferable. And I was a I was a Hurricane fan growing up. Obviously, you know the eighties all about yeah. you, but. Right now, they are gassing up this kid Van Dyke like he's supposed to be incredible. Um, I, I, where are you on Van Dyke? I think he's all right. He's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, there wasn't a lot of fanfare around him. I mean, they actually preferred him. If you listen to Miami fans, I mean, they liked Garcia to be the, the back, at least the backup last year. Uh, it, it did. So, I mean, 
you can't argue with what he did, how he finished. I mean, six straight games over 300 yards passing, and that wasn't necessarily a a very pass-happy type offense. The worry I have is Mario Cristobal isn't very pro quarterback. I mean, (laughs) when you don't put up great numbers, when you have a a guy like Justin Herbert at quarterback, uh, who I thought watching this freshman year, I'm like, that's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And he really never got that, made that leap his next couple of years of starter in a crystal ball offensive system. So I think the hangup is wide receivers aren't great for Miami and he's not in a very pass happy offense. So I'm selling him as far as the Heisman futures. I know I keep mentioning quarterbacks, but there, I got some friends at Notre Dame who have been, who hyped this guy when he was there. And now he's at Boston college, Phil Jerkovic, the quarter, he's like six, five looks the part. Uh, he had a hand injury last year, yep. a bit of a sleeper. Where are you on Jerkovic? Yeah, I'm selling, and it's not oh. him personally. I'm selling. Uh, he's got injury issues, and yeah. Boston College returns zero on the offensive line, zero starters, oh. and they just lost their best guy. Just to, you know, got, got injured like a, a couple weeks ago, so they have zero. Mm. And and he's a guy that probably holds on to the ball a little too much. He's got a good wide receiver and Zay Flowers to throw to, but I, I'm I'm selling him. I, I just don't see it this year. All right, I want to go back to Utah. Uh, Utah versus USC. I, I'm looking at the <laughs> Utah schedule. Uh, listen, it, it, you're right. After Florida, it's a bit of a cakewalk. Uh, they do have to go to UCLA, but I don't think we think UCLA is going to be great. But the U, UCLA-USC back-to-back could be trouble. Other than that, you know, I guess maybe at Oregon, Oregon late in the season. Yeah, at Oregon in November um, after the Stanford game. But you're right. The schedule is pretty favorable for the Utes. Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite season win totals, at least among power teams. Over eight and a half. Are you kidding me? I mean, they could trip up, a, you know, two, three, lose all their big games, basically lose to Florida in the opener, lose to USC, lose to Oregon and go nine and three and still cash a ticket. I love that season win total. Is it some, is it, uh, what's a quarterback situation there? Is, is the kid who got hurt in the bowl game back or is he done? Yeah, Cam Rising's back. Rising. Okay. Uh, and keep in mind that they took off this. So early in the season, they have Charlie Brewer at quarterback a year ago. They lost to BYU, they lose to San Diego State, and then Cam Rising takes over, and they only lose one other game in the regular season. It was against Oregon State, and obviously they beat up Oregon twice in a three-week span, which was incredible. And then, I mean, they were highly competitive against the Buckeyes in the Rose Bowl. Hmm. Yeah, I, that Rose Bowl was a great game. Um, that the kick returner, uh, the kid Covey, Co- uh, Covey he's yeah, gone. he's gone, right? Man, that guy's Co- electrifying. Yeah, Covey's gone. So, I mean, surrounding him, they returned the running back that had 21 rushing touchdowns, Tavion Thomas. So that's a positive. I think outside of Georgia, Utah has the best tight end situation in college football mm. with Keithy and uh, Kincaid. They do lose Lloyd at linebacker, who is a generational type talent right. for them on the defense. But, man, I, I trust their defensive performance year in and year out, especially what makes Utah really tough, especially in the Pac-12, line of scrimmage, offense and defensive lines, and, and they're going to be just as good as a year ago. So, so when you're looking at season win totals, uh, obviously schedule matters a ton. I'm assuming coach and quarterback is that. It, what's the order for you? Great question. Uh, price matters more than anything. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I especially this year. This hasn't been. This is very unique because I'll tell anybody shop if you're looking for any season win total. I I've looked at the market. Every single team will be. You'll find at least a half win off somewhere. So that's critical. Uh, when looking to buy teams, you're right. I'm looking for stability. We are in an era of uncertainty, transfer portal and whatnot. So I just look for basic things. They return their quarterback, head coach, OC, DC. Mm-hmm. They, you know, only 12 Power 5 teams out of 65 can answer those four. Yes. So I'm looking for stability. Yeah. Interesting, Brad. You said you said shop around, and we're in kind of the gambling gold rush. Yep. I don't know, three or four years now. It's becoming legal in a lot of states, but you're in Vegas, obviously, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're able to get down at so many different. You got options galore. Let's just take. Uh, uh, we got a big audience in California, New York, where I grew up. Uh, you know, you're in California. You don't have many. You got to go offshore, or you got to drive to Vegas. Yep. How do you how do you talk those the guys through? The gambling. Do you go to a local guy? I mean, some of us have a local guy as like a fallback option. I, I, can you just talk a little bit about like shopping around in this yeah, environment? Yeah, so if you're not in one of the 25, 30 states where there's legalization and there's 15, 20 books to choose from, so what do you do? Uh, obviously, it's you're, on, you're in the gray area. Obviously, it's illegal to bet through a bookie uh, to go offshore. <laughs> uh, get, try as many outs as possible. Obviously... Mm-hmm. 
I could understand if you're just dipping your toe in the water for the first time, there could be some trepidation. Uh, I mean, I'll give you an online book that that it's probably one of the more reputable and it's, it's pro player friendly, Bet online is pretty good. I mean, you can find a ton of options. I've dealt with them for years, so I don't mind plugging them a little bit. Right. That's one of the most popular questions. Where do you, where should I bet? And I'm like, well, first of all, I still bet there. So, I mean, (laughs) I'll tell you, even though I'll give you a story, Jason. So you think I got all these options in Vegas? I'm here to tell you some of these other states Uh, have better options in Vegas. I have drove across the Hoover Dam in the state of Arizona. So I get better at DraftKings and Barstool and all those other books that we don't have here in Nevada. I've done that a half dozen times this summer already. Wow. Now, wait, what's the deal with why are the prices, is Arizona giving better prices so they steal the Vegas clientele? Those books, there's 15 different books in Arizona that are not offered here. So I got to drive across state lines and bet on on apps. So, I mean, your big books, like, you know, your DraftKings, your Fox bets and whatnot, they're not in the state of Nevada. You cannot use those sports books here. Interesting. Now, I did see like uh, I think it's Ben Fox, maybe from I don't know Vison or somewhere, puts out a list of the uh, the states that made the most in gambling, and Vegas forever was number one. Yep. They have slowly tumbled down the list, Brad. I think they're fifth. And again, we still haven't seen California. Yep. I think there's large parts of Florida that you still can't are, are not legal. I don't even know the other big states that aren't online yet. But is is there a chance Vegas falls out of the top ten here in the next couple of years? <sighs> Well, obviously, it will come down to population. Obviously, we're not a very populated state. I still think they'll be borderline in the top 10 just because okay. it's Vegas. But the shoot, the major shoot a drop that's going to really hurt their handle is California. I mean, how I don't I, I can't tell you. I mean, all you got to look is the 15 uh, on Friday night and see all the people coming from California into this yeah. city. And I know they're, you know, doing other things, but they're also betting on sports when that goes away. Then yeah, Vegas will take a tumble. Yeah, I gotta ask: have, have you considered moving to Arizona just for the gambling aspects? Not necessarily Arizona, uh, but definitely back east, Jersey, and some of the other states. Absolutely. And so, do you think this is a problem that Vegas is aware of, and they're looking to rectify it, or no? Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Jason. I mean, we got dinosaurs running the sports books here. I mean, <laughs> this is a problem that anybody that has any, you know, any sense of, of you know high IQ could see it coming a mile away. I mean, they don't. The options just aren't there. I mean, I'll, I'll give you one. They, they don't want to put out the NFL draft, and I get it. It's probably a net loss leader, but they just sit here and complain about it. And it's not like people like myself are trying to bet 10 dimes into an NFL draft prop market. They just don't want to hang it because, I mean, I guess they're that scared of losing. Other books, like in Jersey, your DraftKings, your FanDuels, your Fox bets, they're aggressive. They'll put up options. Now, you're not getting huge limits down, but at least they're putting it up. Yeah. So, And that is a move basically to just siphon away the gamblers from Vegas and say, listen, you can't bet this stuff because they're not hanging it. We're just going to put it up. The limit will be a thousand, but the casual gambler is not betting a thousand dollars anyway, right? Absolutely. Your average bet, believe it or not, is still like fifty bucks. Or fifty a bucks, less. probably. Yeah. So, so essentially, FanDuel and DraftKings are undercutting Vegas by posting more lines, and Vegas is still slow to realize this. Very just, slow. I mean, you got you got guys that are you know fifty five and over running these sports books, and until you get some fresh blood in there with some different ideas, Vegas is going to fall behind. Now, what happens when FanDuel comes to you and says, "Hey, Brad, you you cleaned our clock. We're lowering your limits. We you you can only bet a hundred bucks." Like, what do you? Because uh, 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 I know some of the other books. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't mess around with Barstool, but apparently Barstool and Points oh, yeah. and some others are really, really limiting people. Like, if you win at all, you just get get chopped. Yeah. So when I was driving across the Hoover Dam, betting on the apps, uh, you know, I wasn't driving over there and getting five dimes down. I mean, I was struggling to get nickels, five hundred on some of these season win totals at the Barstools and whatnot. So that's the hang up. These other, but you can still in the state of Nevada, if you want to get a big bet down, this is still the state for that. Mm. You got less options, but you can still get big bets down here. The other books just, they they don't take, they're not really interested in the pro players. You mentioned, how do I get around it? Uh, I got different accounts, different people betting for me. You got Uh, a bunch of runners, huh? And yeah, you know, a few. And, And also I'm like, I'm not greedy. I know yeah. I'm not when, when Draymond Green, uh, you know, all that hubbub about he's going to come on the floor and, for 30 seconds and then yeah. come out. I wasn't sitting there betting under assists, points, rebounds, 
parlaying all of them, you know, just to get a $10,000, $20,000 payout. And then I get kicked out of the book and I can't bet there again. I'm not that type of guy. Yeah, yeah. You're not that guy. Uh, well, Brad, Brad Powers, great stuff as usual. Uh, a lot of actionable items for college football. And it's only July. I mean, hell, so much more can happen. Hey, thanks for taking the time, Brad. Hey, thanks for having me on, Jason. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening.